WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Where they're at from a roster perspective, there's a lot of questions that the Patriots and Elliott Wolf specifically have to answer, but where they are from a roster perspective is the biggest one. Are they bad? Are, are they bad? Like, the defense last year was good. The offense was not. Mac Jones has a lot of talent. We saw it a lot his rookie year. Did not play good last year. Are they bad? And if they if they believe that they are not close enough to compete for a championship, a Super Bowl now, then might this be the most likely team to say, you know what? We got to get better. Yeah. We got to get a lot better. And we are going to auction off the number three overall pick. Could they take a quarterback? Yes, absolutely. They could. If they think one of these guys is their quarterback of the future, they're not trading and they're going to take him, and that's that. If they are not 100% sure, if they can get multiple first-round picks, then they probably should trade because this is an opportunity, especially when you, you guys talked about the clock. Like, their clock is only now starting. They have some time mm-hmm. to say, we're going to build it the right way like we had the last 20 years. Let's, let's trade. That is a possibility. Classic Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network. Today, you heard it here first. The Patriots could stay on the board at three and draft a quarterback, or they could trade down. Yeah. Those and- seem to be two of the options. He didn't mention trade up. I w- you might want to cover yourself there. Give him, give him an out. A couple more ifs to throw in there. If they, don't, if they don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, does anybody on the planet, other than the one person I interacted with on Twitter who does, believe they could be a Super Bowl contender this year? Anybody? No. I don't even think Jeremy Springer thinks that. No. He seems pretty upbeat He's and positive. fired up about the squad. But is anybody that's drafting in the top five I would say 10, but the Jets are a 10, and if Rodgers is healthy, but like in the top nine, think that they're Super Bowl no. contenders? No, you need to see what happens, especially the ones that don't have a quarterback. Right. Like, look at the uh, the Texans, for example, and I know that's one that could work against the Patriots. They were, that's the ideal, like, holy smokes, what a turnaround, right? One of the worst teams in the NFL, second pick in the draft, new coach, new quarterback, and you make the playoffs. They made the playoffs. That was great, great accomplishment. Were they a Super Bowl contender? Were they at any point a true Super Bowl contender? No. And that's even one of the great turnarounds in league history. And that includes Nick Casario setting the cultural foundation for a few years. They they didn't turn over the culture in the front office. Because I'm adding that to my belief that if they won this year, it would be unprecedented. Because I've talked about GM, head coach, quarterback, coordinators, play callers, the whole thing. Culture. You're also turning over the culture. They keep saying they need a new culture and they need to change. So when you add culture, yeah. that feels like it runs even deeper through every player and every corner of the locker room. And I just can't imagine them sitting down and saying, hey, so first order of business, are we a Super Bowl contender? <laughs> like, <laughs> just we're all on the same page. Uh, we're going to do a uh, quick poll what? Uh, right around the room. Just yes or no. You don't have to explain why, but yes or no. Yeah, there's no, there's no chance that they are. And then... Yes, we understand that if they love the quarterback, you take yeah. him. If they don't love him, then you might consider trading. It's not about the roster and the team if they're a contender. Right. It's an individual player evaluation. But also, if every single team that was honest with themselves and didn't think that they were Super Bowl contenders, 
if the right move was to trade down, nobody would take picks. Every team at the top would all trade down because none right. of them are Super Bowl contenders. So they would just be stockpiling picks, and good teams would be flying up the draft board to grab the best players. So that I don't really understand. It's also we were all it, dumber for hearing that. It really is amazing. Windhorse, like, we should start to have like a you know dumbest audio bite or ooh, whatever clip of the week. Dum dums of the week. Windhorse, absolutely sponsored by sponsored by dum dums. Yep, which are great. Which the best ones are the transitional ones, the mystery the, flavors. Oh, mysteries. Yeah. Because you know those are just transitions, right? What does that mean? So the machine is popping out grape, popping out grape, popping out grape. At some point, it needs to switch over to orange. So in the little bit oh, where so they they're blend, mixed, really? it's just grape and orange until it and blows all it the mystery? grape out. Yeah. Interesting. That's always my daughter's choice after swim class. She always wants the mystery dum-dum. And then I'm like, what flavor is it? And she always says something. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, but yes. there's a million flavors. There's a million flavors. I mean, especially when you include the mysteries. I guess, yeah, add that, I guess, to the to the thing. But I, this is a draft specifically where everybody's saying the three quarterbacks are three of, like, let's say five of the best players in the whole thing. The Patriots desperately need a quarterback. And now it's like, well, you could trade down and, like, try to fill some other needs. Like, so what? So now dumb. you can get, like, a left tackle and a corner and, and like, a, a tight end? Especially the way Curran put it. As a paid mouthpiece, yeah. his description, That's not mine. His words, right? Um, if you have any doubt, you have to. It's Doubt is inherent with drafting and signing and, yeah. and acquiring players. You always have doubt. There is no perfect player. There no. is no perfect prospect. No, no. no perfect quarterback. There is always going to be doubt. So it's the same type of thing. If every team that had any doubt always traded down, no one would ever pick. No, just be constant <laughs> trades. Like, It'd be like, I am so No, you pick. No, it'd be a hot potato of picks. Pick. It's like that year when the Vikings didn't go to the board and they just let oh, teams yeah. leapfrog them. I'm like, I don't know. I don't so, feel good about this. I feel like, and you, you mentioned it earlier, it is February the 27th. Yeah, yeah. We're two months away from the draft. We're scratching the surface. And we're already saying just circular dumb stuff, dumb logic. They could trade down. If you have down. any doubts, you yeah. got to trade down. If you don't think you're a Super Bowl contender, you got to trade down. Like, well, what are we going to be saying in a month? Where are we going to get from here? No, I will, Well, things will change. It, I think the Patriots are interviewing uh, Jaden Daniels tonight. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, some of this stuff will trickle out a little you bit. You care about that? Uh, just once, I'd like somebody to say, we went to the Combine. We yep. have the third pick. We need a quarterback. And we've decided to not interview the quarterbacks. So, they're obviously that would be newsworthy. Sup- <laughs> they're supposed to interview the three quarterbacks. Yeah, for sure. And this will help them form... Who they like. So here's the scenario I have for you. Because you and I are both of the, we both agree, it's so easy just to be like, well, I don't like any of the quarterbacks. Like, you shouldn't take any of the quarterbacks. Because you just don't want to commit. You don't want to be the guy that says you loved mm, Zach Wilson. So for three years later, they're like, remember you said you like Zach Wilson? It's like, yeah, well, at least I said I liked somebody. I'm not saying that was me. I didn't like Zach Wilson. I like Justin Fields. So if you want to put that on me, fine. But if the Patriots, uh, should love one of these guys, I would think. Maybe even two. Here's my question for you. Is if they're sitting there and it's kind of out of their hands, and let's say they love Caleb Williams, they call the Bears, the Bears are like, no, 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 we're not trading. They're like, all right. They call the, the commanders. Like, we don't want anybody to leapfrog the other guy that we like. And the commanders are like, no, we're, we're taking a guy. So now you're at the mercy of what those two teams do. And if hypothetically they love Drake May and they love Caleb Williams, the Jaden Daniels, let's say they don't love. He's available to them at three. Then what would you recommend them they do? What do you mean by don't love? Like they think the other two are significantly better than they think 
Jaden Daniels is. But how in comparison to what an NFL quarterback is? Oh, so they think Jaden Daniels is like a fringe starter. Oh, then no. You got to trade down. Yeah. Or do you, so even then you wouldn't take Harrison? Oh, um, I would probably trade down. Yeah. Because now if, I'm looking at the totality of my roster. Now I'm also maybe sort of settling for the idea I'm not going to have a very good quarterback. And adding a top receiver to a not good quarterback can be a recipe for success or disaster. And, like, what? who are we talking about being traded for the second time in a three-year span? Devontae Adams. Yeah. Although they said he's not, which makes yeah. me feel right. like he is. He will be. Yeah. He'll be with the Jets by training camp. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah. I, I just think that's part of it, too. Like, that's great if I have a receiver. Yeah. That's not enough. And that's not enough to pass up. If I can get three first-round picks. Yeah, and you, and you might. That's a lot of capital, especially if I have faith in Elliot Wolf. To maximize capital, because mm-hmm. you know, for a while here, like, oh, there's a, a great another first round pick for Bill to trade down three times and get five sixth round right. picks, or for Bill to use on Nikhil Harry and Cole Strange. Yeah, of yeah that's what we need is more. If you have faith in in Elliot Wolf. Wolf to draft. And right now I do. I liked a lot a lot of what he had to, to say today. Also of note, I think it was from NBC Chicago, they're saying uh, right now a uh, leading candidate to potentially trade for Justin Fields would be the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. New head coach, new offensive coordinator, maybe a new quarterback. And so they have the eighth pick, and not that they would trade the eighth pick to Chicago, but that had been one of the teams that people had discussed if the Patriots were to move down from three, a quarterback needy team and could the most be Atlanta. athletic offense in football if he goes there. With him, oh Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Drake London. Yeah, I don't know if they'll be good. No, that'll be they on may not be, but... to be a good quarterback and yeah. Pitts to be a good pass catcher. But pure athleticism yeah. for their position, it's pretty crazy. What, what is it? Relative athletic score sure. will be pretty high on that offense. But that would be one where if the Patriots did make that trade, they'd only be going down to eight. Whereas if you make a trade with the Vikings, you're going down to eleven. If you make a trade with the Broncos, it's twelve. The Raiders is thirteen. So just something to monitor and you know th- at that point you're like all right the Patriots maybe are just sort of dug in and taking a quarterback there at three because Justin Fields also happens to be one of the other options one of the other to me like interesting options at quarterback if you aren't in love with Mayor Daniels and if you can't get Baker Mayfield out of Tampa Bay is it sorry is it dumb to ask this question again mm-hmm. I'm gonna say something maybe potentially dumb. Eh, maybe if you like a quarterback, um, let's say J.J. McCarthy, you think is not ready to start. Yep. Could you trade for Justin Fields and still draft a quarterback as Atlanta? Oh, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I don't think I would. I'm just posing yeah, the question. Yeah. No, I think I think you want to. And are you picking up, if you trade for Justin Fields, are you picking up his fifth-year option? Do you have to do it right away? By May. No. So you're going down the road of what if he's good? Now you got a franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which or you do these days the franchise tag? Can't you immediately sign? Can you immediately sign like a three year extension or something? Oh, you can do the Justin Love contract. Jordan Love. Who's Justin? Justin Love. Love. I don't know. Kevin Love for uh, NBA great. Justin. Justin Love sounds like a porn star or a wrestler. Is he a Stanford quarterback? Justin. I feel like he was. I feel like he might be somebody. That might be a person. Singer. All right. Maybe not. Does he play football? Uh, Instagram. Two-time Grammy Award winner. 
Oh, that's not that's something, a to, singer. That's something to sneeze at. Uh, you're, thinking of, you're thinking of Jordan Love. But you know, maybe that's what I would do because then you're like, you're, you got both worlds where you're like, all right, if the guy's good, he's not just going to bolt on us. But if he's bad, like we're not fully married to him. We don't have this balloon payment in the next year. Now he's looking up famous love. <laughs> There's so many funny ones. At underscore I sing hip hop is one Justin Love. <laughs> Dude Love. Dude Love was a good one. He was good in the Rumble that year. I don't know who Justin Love is. Okay. Sorry, what were you saying? I was saying uh, Justin Fields. I think that might be the best way to do it because if he's good, you can still keep him. If he's bad, you're not like it's not right. a horrible contract. Well, it's the Daniel Jones thing. Yeah, who some would argue now has a horrible contract. Uh, like they did. Yeah, but I think they can get out of it, right? Isn't that part of it? Oh, I think he's got ninety million guaranteed. Oh, I don't. I think it was. I thought it was like ninety of of one hundred and forty was guaranteed. Oh my god! Never mind then. Seems like a bad contract. Hey, Jason Tatum, score just once. I'm asking you. Wow, ninety-two million guaranteed. No, that's way worse than I thought. Yeah, you look at Steel you. Steel track, look at that right guy. Can't get anything by him. All right, we have a grab bag coming up here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. But uh, right now, here is Stiz with what's trending. Your home of the Sox. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with what's trending. The Celtics, they're looking to make it nine straight tonight. They are home hosting the 76ers. They tipped off at 7.30. Right now, a little under two minutes left in the third quarter. Celtics up 83-72 to 72 over Philly. Philly has been struggling without their reigning MVP, Joel Embiid. They've lost seven of their last ten entering tonight's game. Peyton Pritchard, zero points in case anybody was wondering. The Bruins ended their West Coast trip with another overtime loss last night in Seattle, losing to the Kraken 3-4. The Bruins have played in 22 overtime periods this season. They've only won eight of those games. And even though Bruins didn't get the dub last night, Marshan had another milestone in his career. With his assist on Charlie Coyle's tying goal, he's moved into sole possession of seventh place on the Bruins' all-time list. Bruins, they're back on the ice Thursday night. They'll host Bruce Cassidy and the Golden Knights puck drops at 7 p.m. from the TD Garden. Patriots director of scouting, Elliot Wolf, spoke with the media today at the Combine in Indy. Wolf had a few interesting comments. He expressed his desire to keep offensive tackle Mike Onwenu and safety Kyle Duggar as they head towards free agency. And in regards to their quarterback and third round number three pick, Wolf said, quote, like any position, we're going to evaluate their strengths and weaknesses to determine who fits for us. At the end of the day, somebody has to make that pick, and that will be myself. And Red Sox spring training continued today. The Sox finished with a 3-3 tie against the Cardinals. They will play the Nationals tomorrow. First pitch at 105. You can catch that game on WEI 850 AM. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keith show, show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI, on this fine Tuesday evening. You can watch the show on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And you can also jump in the uh, the comments section there, just like Keith Ray 3978 who asked 
Is Stiz feeling okay? You alright, Stiz? I had a little slip up in my trending. Okay. A little, uh, little word gaff. What happened? That's alright. What, what happened? happened? Me and we, Hart were talking. We were chatting. We missed we were, it. We were chatting it up. I think I went to say uh, Rich Keefe's show and I said like shot or I don't know what I said. Oh, that's it? That's yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that crazy. Oh, Usually my. I get teams completely wrong and <laughs> scores wrong. So, oh, now I they're mean, just being mean. Yeah. In the scheme of things. Because okay. Pacer Cop said that was painful. I didn't know if they meant like overall in the night or they're just talking about the trending. Oh, the whole show could, was painful? No, I don't know. Could Screw be. you, Pacer Cop. Yeah, we're doing the best we can. Well, you know what scream at the Twitch audience also beats them telling me last week that i sounded like morty from family guy oh you know i i know you were upset about that but we probably need to get like a side by side <laughs> and if you don't want to do it i understand maybe i'll have braverman we'll do it when you're off yeah we'll do it no no, no. he's got to be in but i'm saying if you don't want to pull the clips that's fine because i know it, it seemed a little too close yeah kind of hurt i him. had a rough weekend Oh, you okay? You know, they're telling me I sound like Morty oh. from Family Guy. Oh, I, See, I it think it's when serious. He, I think now it might be when he does when his voice goes up like that a little bit. Okay. I think it's maybe what it was. Now he's he's not going to say a word now no. the rest of the show. Quiet. Because Morty from Family Guy is not, or Mort, is not really who you want to be compared to. I'm not sure I'm familiar with the character. It's like the, one of the guys from the Jerky Boys, isn't it? What, is that a Jerky Boy thing? I think I it wasn't. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, isn't that the guy that does the voice? Oh, maybe. We're learning something. So Mort from Family Guy, I believe he's like a Jewish character. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. And he talks like this. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Okay. And Uh, yeah, uh, texters were pointing out last Friday, I believe, that I sound like Mort. And then other texters started texting in after that saying, oh my God, now I can't not hear it. Mm -hmm. I don't really hear it, though. I mean, I don't even know. This was also after we had The Rock call in, so it was a fun night. Oh, yeah, The Rock. Oh yeah, let me actually play you that. Well, I'll, yeah, the rock called him. I'm not gonna play the whole thing for you, but uh, yeah. All right, let's go to the phones on uh, anything. So this was, so this was. <laughs> he should have wait. Can I start it where? Did we right. do Kiefer Madness today? Yeah, no, we didn't have anything. Show's just humming by. We can't keep track I'm, of all of it. You know, we should have done. We should have done when the Rock called in. Well, finally, the Rock is back on W E E I. So what do you think about that, guys? Let's go. I'm excited. Oh, I'm that looking forward to it. doesn't matter what you uh, think. Walk so right into that. shut your pie hole, you <laughs> jabroni, or the SmackDown yep. will be on your candy ass. Yep. He went for two more minutes and uh, it mixed, right, Stiz? It's kind of mixed. He kind of he should have left on a high note. He he kept he kept hanging around. He tried to mix in a sports take or two, but it's okay. the Rock now calls our show. I appreciate the effort. Yeah, so do I. I don't think he sounds anything like the Rock. No. Some of the some of the verbiage is the same. Yeah, which but is good. Start there. Stiz and Mort much similar than him. Wow, you're all in on this. No, I'm just saying compared to him and The Rock. He doesn't no, but you seem to be leading the uh, the listeners. I don't know. This. I think there might be a chance. Okay, I might have to do a little uh, yeah, a little research. Best dum dum flavor is butterscotch. I love a good butterscotch. Yeah, so Johnny Brennan, one of the vo- guys from the Jerky Boys, I think, uh, and this is sort of like a Saul Rosenberg esque character. Oh, does uh, okay. does Mort Goldman? All right, yeah, I forgot. I honestly, it kept Stiz up all weekend. I completely forgot about it when I drove out of here. But I will, I will try to pull some clips and we can get to the bottom of this. So Stiz, Stiz, hey Stiz, rough night for Andy. That was, that was, that was painful, brutal. That was awful. Uh, are you generally sensitive to the uh, criticisms of the callers and texters and twitchers? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to be loved? I don't really care. Yeah, I've moved past it. 
Because they're mean. Give Stiz me. a few more months. Yeah, Does it really? <laughs> Don't tell them that. You can't show weakness. They're going to no, eat you alive now. He's fine. You made one little mistake on the, uh, the track. Jason Tatum up to 17. Let's go. All right. There he might goes. Might be 18. Turn things around a little bit. About to win a win a chicken dinner. Bad news for the Celtics bench and our friend Stiz. Yeah. Right. So that might be why he's down in the dumps tonight. Every Celtics starter is in the plus. Uh, four of your five starters are have a plus minus of plus 12 or greater. The bench. Every person who's played on the bench is minus, including Peyton Pritchard at minus 12 with zero points. Crazy. Not a good night for Pritchard. Yeah, yeah he's struggling. He's out there now, though. Maybe he'll he'll catch it. Yeah, that's why the lead is down to two. Maybe he'll catch a bucket. <laughs> it's time for Grabbag. It's time for Grabbag. That's right. It's time to reach into the old bag and see what we have not yet discussed. Actually, here's a text from the uh, the text line, 37937. And I'm not just reading it because they start with you guys are the best, but that helps. Uh, best dum dum flavor, according to the text line, butterscotch. I love butterscotch anything. Butterscotch Do you sauce, butterscotch. Yes. You a big uh, Werther's original guy? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I have some at home that, right now. That tracks. Why? You were talking earlier in the show about how old you are. Wait, because I eat Werther's, I'm old? I ate them that's when like I was the in class, high school. That's like the number one old person thing is Werther's original. I ate them in high school. You did? Yes. I used to, when I got hurt, tore my ACL my senior year. That's that an would, old person thing. I, <laughs> that's what I would suck on on the sideline during football games. What are you going to give us next, the strawberry candies? <laughs> yeah. All right. Wait, you don't like those? Take a couple of these. No, those aren't bad. I like a good hard candy. I'll go, I'll go watermelon <laughs> as a good the hard what? <laughs> candy. 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 I'll go watermelon there. But you, do, you, do you like butterscotch sauce on, like, ice cream or anything? Yeah, it's all right. It's not like my favorite, but I like it. Really? I like it enough. I love yeah. it. You love yeah. it. Because you, you can't it get it a lot of places. Yeah, because uh, it's not all that, that common. Keith Ray's back in the Twitch chat saying uh, root beer. Steve is saying the cream soda. Max saying lemon lime. We got a uh, pina colada. Uh, give me the watermelon. They I would probably mango. like a lot of them. I like a mango. Root beer is good. Butterscotch, definitely good. I don't know that I've had cream soda. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure the last time I had a dum-dum. Oh, I have dum dums every once in a while. My daughter got a bunch at Halloween, and then the place well, I cheap. take, yeah, and the place I take her to swim, they have like a whole thing, like it's like a big tree, and so they like color coded it, and you can like spin it. It's like a it's like a paper kind of tree, and so that you could stick the dum dums in. Oh, and you okay. Could, you could see them, so like the kids can like look at them and spin it. Because we used to have that guy that worked here that sold the fancy lollipops. Oh, like the big ones. Yeah. I think there's an episode of Family Guy where Mark Goldman has a big lollipop. Those are good too, and those flavor, <laughs> those are premium. Those are premium. Yeah. Dum Dums are uh, they're good. I like them, but they're also like a like we have a Fourth oh, of July parade where they throw those out just oh, like by the two hands. of them. They're yeah. weapons. Yeah. And you go down the street afterwards, they're still in the street because they threw so many that the kids couldn't even pick them all up. Yeah, no, there's there's good value in the uh, butterscotch bacon is a thing. Butterscotch bacon, I'm intrigued. Heck, not really. <laughs> Uh, She's excited. She is for sure excited about these dum-dums. Also on the text line, when we were talking about the drafts, somebody said Bill never missed on defense. What's that now? That can't be about the draft picks, can it? Overall, they've had very good defenses, I'll give you that. But the draft picks? I mean, the second-round cornerbacks, you could have a whole episode on the dynasty about misses. Razai Dowling, Cyrus Jones, Terrence Wheatley, uh, who's one of the one? Uh, oh, Duke Dawson. 
Like those are guys were all second, like high second round picks. And those are just the part. corners. Those are Ron Brace was in there. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Well, God rest, rest his soul. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, but I would Dominic even go to Easley, the first round. First Dominic rounds. Easley, yeah. Malcolm Brown. Like they weren't first. No, they're they, more in like the Cole Strange category of yeah. picks where they played of, of defensive players. And now early on, I would agree with that. When it was back in the Seymour Will Fork Warren days. He was nailing early picks. I even go to Brandon Merriweather, and people like to say, ah, he's a two-time Pro Bowler. He was not good. No, he really wasn't. He was not good, and he led with his head. He was part of the head-hitting generation. Oh, yeah. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take Grab bag. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs plan on using their franchise tag on cornerback uh, Legereus Sneed, but they're also open to a trade. You have any interest in Legereus Sneed? Um, no. It's not the right time for yeah. me. You have your number one. Well, you hope you have your number one. He's only played three and a half games. I was so say, fingers crossed on that. We're... I have my Phil Plantier fear with him a little bit. Oh, no. Really? Well, I loved Phil Plantier. He had a nice little batting stance, didn't he? Great batting stance. Great <laughs> August and down September. There. Get up. He and Kevin Moss were yeah. both like hot prospects, and you're like, well, if he hits 20 home runs in two months, he's going to hit 80 in a full season. Never, he didn't. Never really never happened really panned for him. Out. So I'm not I, sure he got 80 for his career. He might have went to San Diego after. I bet you he got 80. All right, let's, all right, what's your guess? Phil Plantier, dong. Career dongs for 117. All right. The answer is 91. Oh, he got 80, but didn't yeah, get to 100. Yeah, I would have said 80. I was a big fan. Phil Plantier. Love to use that stance in wiffle ball. Well, Popped had, up a lot. Wow, he had his first year in San Diego. He had 34. Yeah. That's kind he, of, that um, was it. He played in a certain era of baseball. 1993, he hit 34 home runs, never to be heard from again. Yeah, I think he, um, wow. you know. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean. I do know what Did you he mean. cross paths with Ken Caminiti? Uh, probably. Yeah, they probably did. Interesting. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know for sure, but I would assume that, yeah, that he did. I like that. Anyway, um, all right, let's get to this. Hey, you want to see crazy? I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a real badge. I'm a real cop, and this is a real grab bag. We played a lot of Elliot Wolf uh, question and answers from today. One that we didn't get to just yet was the importance of quarterbacks' body language. There was a lot of stuff in there that you could look at, maybe a shot of Bill Belichick or the recent culture. Again, Bill Belichick. This was sort of a direct shot at one Mac Jones. Uh, body language on the field is very important at that position. You know, you don't want a guy that's throwing his hands up after a bad play or you can, you can see him physically, you know, pointing at somebody or, you know, body language is important. Everybody's looking to the quarterback. Um, and as far as outside agencies, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what you mean by that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the... Uh, I mean, there's plenty of examples of Mac Jones having a sad or getting upset yeah. or have a, t- a little temper tantrum, right? Which, again, um, happens. I mean, Dan Marino does it. Tom Brady yeah, does the, it. The best Jay of the Cutler best do does it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Phillip Rivers famously did it. And those are some of those guys are Hall of Fame quarterbacks, great quarterbacks, winning quarterbacks. Yeah, there's almost a difference, though, isn't it? Again, it all. Yeah, the scoreboard. Yeah. It all comes back to winning. Right. So when you're, you're winning, winning, you're you get- fiery. Yeah, right. You, you lose and you have bad body language, you're a bad leader. Well, also, I think there's a little difference, too, when if you're like a made man, like if you're Tom Brady, yeah, all right, go ahead. You kind of lose your mind. You're going to win more than you lose. And chances are, even though at times it was his fault, chances are it's the other guy's fault. Mm-hmm. But if you're Mac Jones, 
like remember some of those comments that it was like according to sources like those close to mac jones are like he's surrounded by crap it's like you two also are crap. A rap. Yeah, so like you're in it together. So you can't show up a receiver when that receiver's probably better at his job than you are at your job. Or at That's you, also part of it. At worst, you're both at fault. Like, yeah, maybe you're the exact Bad same. throw, bad catch, bad yeah. route, bad everything. Yeah. Well, hello, Mr. Grab Bag. The USA women's soccer team in the Gold Cup lost to Mexico 2-0 last night. Dulce Cero. They are... Uh, not good anymore. Nope. They're kind of a mess. Now, good news for them is I have uh, two daughters, so help is on the way. Now, they're a few years off, but they both should be on the team probably by, what, 2040. Are they dabbling yet? Yeah, they kick the soccer ball. They kick it around. Any team? Yeah, so the four-year-old played last year. She good? I mean, uh, she's my kid, so obviously I'm going to say she's good. Does yeah. she chase the ball? Yeah, she had like ten goals in one game. Oh, okay, she's good. Then. Yeah, she's all right. She tries. She tries. She can. Yeah, sometimes she's not like, like going like, in the other direction, is she? She no. She or crying to you while the play's going on. Although no, there'd be times where she would like because my wife coached, so she'd be like stopping. Like talk to her, and she's like, "I want the ball." It's like, "Well, then go get it," and then she'd go get it and score. And well, you're like, "All right, get a little key shot." Yeah, yeah just a give bit me of that. the damn ball. No, I had the I had the one year old kicking the ball today. I'm like, "Listen, these these ladies need help, so you got to get out there." Well, she'll be better. The she second child will, she's usually has her to already. keep up with her, so I feel good about that. Nice. So, I, yeah. You know, if I cared about soccer, I'd care about this. All right. <laughs> it's grab bag. It's grab bag. It's my grab bag. My grab bag. A lot of people are uncomfortable from that. Talking about, you never watched uh, Mayor of Easttown? No. That was good. That was some good stuff. Great television. Mayor of Easttown was a one-season show on HBO. It was Kate Winslet, and she was a detective, and it was like a whodunit. Excellent. Like, legit, Stiz. Yep. We talk about yep. True Detective Season 1 being so good. Like, Mayor of Easttown is awesome. Mayor of Easttown blows out uh, the last uh, the True last Detective season. 4? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Definitely, definitely does. Uh, but court storming has been a hot topic over the last few days. Earlier in the year, Caitlin Clark got bumped into yeah. in a game. Uh, the, the big guy for Duke got kind of hit a little bit uh, last week in a, in a game. Where What's your stance on court storming? Get rid of it. You don't like it. I'm sorry. I Old like man. it. It's Old man cool. move. No, no, no. This is as simple as sooner or later this was going to happen. Kind sooner of inevitable. or later. Kind of surprising it's, that it wasn't a bigger it's deal. It's like, yeah. hey, um, the girl got hurt. Let's put up nets behind the hockey goal. Like, yeah, we probably should have had those all along. Or even like a baseball. Or they baseball. Did it after You've never sat drilled. down there. Oh, they and you consider you sitting, like, I remember sitting yeah. down there when I'm like 22, like, only a couple of years removed from a high school baseball field. Like, you feel like you're a young, reactionary athlete. They are absolutely oh, snot rockets yeah. that you have no chance. And None. then mix in, well, I might be looking at the hot dog vendor. I might be talking. I might Half be drinking drunk. my beer. I might be <laughs> full yeah, drunk. Right, full drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So there's so many of these things. Or even just go back to, hey, you know, maybe we should put a mask on the goaltender in hockey. Or maybe we should wear face shields. And, like, yeah. they seem so obvious in retrospect, but. Yeah, just stop it. You know, I, the the goalpost thing. Remember when they had a rash of issues with the goalpost, tearing down the goalpost, and, like, I think one paralyzed somebody because it came down and, like, hit them right on the head yeah. and, like, crushed their yeah. spot. Like, remember when they didn't, put the, to they didn't put the net up 
uh, to stop the extra points, and they would just go in the crowd. Yes. And that one guy that dove, he jumped yes. the crowd. It's like a famous image of a guy diving over like, all the in. archway. All in. He made the play. All I mean, he probably me. shattered his legs. It's terrible. But, uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, as much as I want to be a hardo of, like, this is awesome, it's part of the greatness of the sport, no, it it's it's destined to ha- And then you see. I don't even know how awesome it is. Some It's kind of a cool look. It can be cool, and you got to do it just right. I think one of the great debates is the, uh, it's like, well, you're ranked, so, like, how big of an upset right. is this? Or, like, you know, even though that the other team was ranked, but you guys were actually the Vegas favorites, so, like, what are you doing? But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, In I this one, there was a guy with a kid in one hand, like a two-year-old, and then, like, a four-year-old insane. holding his hand, and they're running, like, insane. I would not be doing that. I care more about that than, yeah. like, that girl could be trampled. The little girl or yeah. one of the kids he drops or he falls and lands on her gets out. No. Like, okay, so just, I know some people, oh, you can't have fun anymore in this world. Well, you can. I also don't like this big groups stupid. of people, so I've never been a fan oh, of that. Me like, you're, like, in a court and, like. Bourbon Street, the worst. Yeah, just, like, elbow to elbow. It's awful, where yeah. you have to go down a side street, down, and then back in to, don't, like, even move. Like Claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. What are we, 10 years old? I've seen every grab bag on the planet. A little NBA score for you because it involves uh, an MVP candidate, not named Tatum or Jokic. Luka Doncic tonight, 45 points, 9 rebounds, 14 assists. Kyrie Irving had 30 points, and the Mavericks lost. Good for them. To the Cleveland Cavaliers, where Donovan Mitchell had 31 uh, for Cleveland. So I will take that. And, uh, yeah, Luka's continuing to put up big numbers, but I still think... He's he's also ahead of Tatum in the pecking order, like Vegas pecking order. But I feel like you can't possibly give it to him over Tatum. Yeah, I hear Pshaw. Grab his Grab bag. Get twisted. New dorks this week. We did True Detective season four. That is available to you on the Odyssey app right now, as well as top ten Star Wars characters of all time. We learned a fun fact last week. Stiz has seen zero Star Wars. Why don't you make fun of him? Didn't make fun of him. I don't really shame people. And like, I can't believe you haven't you seen it. You shame me all the time. Not really. What? I mean, not for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do shame you. Do for shame the... me for not seeing stuff. But I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay. A, I can't believe you've never seen that guy because people are busy. What do you want? So you can't watch everything. It has to be Darth Vader number one. I would encourage you to listen to the episode, but yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, everything else I'm allowing you to debate. It's up for, it's up for debate. Darth because Vader has to be one. Well, because also to go real dork, there isn't just the movies. There's TV shows. There's animated TV shows. There's comic books. There's video games. So we really open the door up to oh, everything. Wow. Yeah. Two, I think I'd go Chewbacca. Not number two, but really high on the list. Really? Yeah, like super high on the so list. So what is the criteria? Just best character, top ten characters based on me and Davey coming up with our top ten. So there's really no criteria. It's well, like I mean, Jason it's, Tatum's MVP award. There's no criteria. Well, like best character on a show is very subjective. So it yeah. could be your favorite, which usually I think best and favorite are the same for me. That's not how most people do it. But if I'm like, if I like a movie enough, it's the best movie to me. So the MVP is the best character in the best movie. <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader. And okay. it's always Darth Vader. No, I, I agree. Like to me, that's a simple one, even yeah. though. I mean, Luke Skywalker, obviously, going to be in there somewhere, yep. I guess. Yep, 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 yep. See, that's interesting. The Mandalorian, is he in there? What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Din Djarin. What? Din Djarin. I watched it and never heard that before in my life. You never heard Din Djarin? No, did they say that at some point? Uh, Yeah. I have this bad um, habit, whether I read books or watch. Din Djarin. What? <laughs> what is Dim Djarin? Din Djarin. Is what the guy's name? 
Why did that sound like Bob Euchre saying Dinda Jarin? <laughs> I don't know. Who said it? Uh, that was one of our that was one of our guys from an old Maddie's. It was like a play by play guy. No, but I have a bad habit of when I read a book or watch a Din movie. Dinda Jarin. That's gotta be Bob Euchre. Are you making fun of me? It's Is not, it not? No, it's really? a hockey guy. Oh yeah. You still making fun of me? I'm not making fun of you at all. Stiz, is he making fun of me? I'm not making fun of him at all. I think I may be the butt of this joke. Nope. That's just what... Salt Lakes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good time. Drogo. That made the freaking company newsletter. The Mandalorian. Stop it. Did it really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Wait, what did? The Salt Lakes thing. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one here who reads the company newsletter. I know. I definitely read every word of that. I just didn't realize that uh, you were in there for uh, not knowing that there was, I don't know, salt in the Salt Lake. Irony being, I'm probably one of the smartest people that works in this building. Oh, here we go. You know who smart is? It's people who tell you they're smart. Yeah. I am. Those are, those are usually I the I think that was people. in the last newsletter, actually. <laughs> Big picture of Andy Hart's face. They did. They did top five smartest people in the building, and there was Hart. Right. All five. Hart, 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 and Hart. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Dylan. 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 There's probably other smart people in the building. I can't imagine that to be the case. Is there a lot of Ivy Leaguers here? That we're working in radio. Let's not... Wow, pot shot at radio. Yeah, I mean, in I would building. I would include myself in there. Went, uh, no, that's true. Some of the higher ups, maybe some of the salespeople, probably. Yeah, I gotta think somebody. Otherwise, not on the air. We don't have any smart on air talents anywhere here. What do you think? I don't know. Who's the smartest on air? Are you person saying I'm here? wasting my degree from Tufts University? Yeah, you, you know what? Honestly, like you might be in the mix, and that is a sad state of affairs. But I, I, I mean, Tufts pumps out media personalities. Named three. Hey, I went to Boston Latin. Me, John Tomasi, and Tony Maz. Oh, that is true. Yeah, you guys, the <laughs> big you had three. four, I'm not sure. No, yeah, the big not three. sure where I was going for number four. Who's the Mount Rushmore of Tufts Boston radio slash TV personalities? There's three. Need so one more. Another. There's probably one we're forgetting. Probably an older one or something. Somebody newsy. Hobart's me and Wallach. You guys went to the same? Yeah, not at the same time. Oh, I know that. <laughs> but ended up at the same radio station. No weird? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And is it even a big, like, communication school no. or anything? No. What's your degree in? Uh, you have a degree, right? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Actually, never even went to Hobart. Lied about the whole thing. No, it was technically, it was called Media and Society. Because, uh, well, what are you looking what at me is for? This, you know, final liberal liberal question in Billy Madison's uh, decathlon? Basically. Media well, and Society. Well, there was no communication. Get your ass out there and find that <laughs> effing dog. There was no communication, so I did the equivalent, and that's what they called it. Media and Society with a minor in history. Explains a lot. How do you like that? What do you know about history? Everything. Well, just a minor amount. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> That's great. Not the whole, I mean, not the whole thing. Don't I don't take offense history. to this, but not once have I thought, that Rich Keith knows a lot about history. I know a lot about a lot of things. What part did you study? Mostly? Oh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all of it? What are you, Trump asking yeah. the Bible? What's your favorite part of the Bible? All the, of it. Dinosaurs. I did dinosaurs. Dinosaurs is part of a history degree? <laughs> They're part of our history. Did I you? went to Concord over the weekend. How was uh, that? The, it was really cool. A lot of the history North, there. Yeah, yeah like the it. North Bridge. I fit in nicely there. Me yeah. and my other historians. Yeah. Well, I don't think you do. <laughs> got to Concord. All right, we got to wrap up the show. Final Please thought. do. That was another, Put a bullet uh, in it. That was a, a, a great edition of The Mandalorian. <laughs> we'll be back. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to The Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of The Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. 
All right, back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI, and the uh, the Boston Celtics. Going to win this one, pulling away at the end. Up by uh, 20 points against the 76ers. Weird win. Yeah, Tatum, real kind of a slow game, but a near triple-double. He's at 29 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Jalen Brown leading the way with 31 points. And six rebounds. And they went 5 of 21 from behind the three-point arc. 23%. That's got to be the fewest threes in a win all season. I Maybe in like the Missoula era. Yeah, it could be. Um, five made threes? Because that's usually, I would look at that and say, oh, they lost. 5 of 22. Like, I'm like they five lost. for a player in the league today right. is one thing. But... Tatum, one of seven. Oof. Uh, everybody else, the only person who... No. One of one, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yes, he kept minute when they when they needed him. Ah, Peyton Pritchard over three. Sorry, uh, Peyton Stiz. Pritchard. At least he was chucking them. He's trying. Played to two points. Guy had two points. Guy had two points. Sorry, but uh, good good game for Jalen Brown. Thirty yeah. plus. We talked about it going into the All Star break. A little bit of a slump. How would he come out of the break? He's been playing pretty good basketball. Yes. No, that's good to hmm. see. Might want to acknowledge it. <laughs> no, he's he's been very good. Okay. Nine straight wins now too for the Seas, who are uh, on a bit of a roll. Yeah, and this stretch is going to solidify them, I think, as maybe the team to beat for the title. Not just, certainly the Eastern Conference, yeah. but also maybe the uh, team to beat for the title. And this is going to help my MVP. 25 straight home wins versus the Eastern Conference. The last time they lost a home game was uh, March of uh, 2023. So that's a little bit of what the caller was talking about earlier, yeah. that uh, not a lot of uh, competition in the East and maybe no, the East is, gold. The East has really kind of fallen off. Like the Milwaukee Bucks aren't as good as we thought that they were. And uh, yeah, go ahead, Stiz, please. I hate, I hate, I just do it like to be professional, but I can't if, see you though. So no, Stiz, I know for those that are listening but, and not watching the show. And even if you were, you wouldn't be able to see it. Stiz raises his hand from time to time, which he does not need to do. I'm in no rush though. When you look over here, you <laughs> I'm know, not going to look all. over there. Like, I, I if the Celtics, idea. if the Celtics don't win it all this year, how many, how many years do we have with this squad to try to do this? Like we have to be running out, right? No, I think, no. I mean, you're going to have okay. to replace guys like uh Horford and then eventually drew holiday. But Tatum and Brown, I, you're going to have those guys for a long time. And Porzingis is okay. the zinger. Is, they they extended him. Yeah, he's got a couple years he left. Seems on his, like he's having a great time. He, the one he guy is they, the biggest surprise, yeah. and it's his personality, not yeah. his game, yeah. but how playful, how well he seems to be fitting in. And he's a guy that's been on a few stops that didn't work, and now all of a sudden, yeah. whatever this dynamic is, works. He signed for two more years after this. Uh, Derek White still looking for like an extension. He signed for next year though. Uh, so yeah, that's so. Don't give up, even if they lose yeah, no. to the Nuggets in like seven. But that's probably yeah. the only scenario that I wouldn't like lose my mind. Like they should win it this year. Yeah, barring injury or barring yeah, yeah, something yeah. Right, unforeseen. Right, right. Oh, yeah, they're absolutely one of the two best teams in basketball. And on a nine-game heater, so we'll have more on that tomorrow. That'll do it for uh, this edition of the program. Heart, we will see you on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> Stiz, you're back at it tomorrow. Let's Only two go. shows for Stiz this week because he's, he's the producer of Red Sox baseball Slacker. now, for God's sakes. But he'll be in tomorrow with Fitzy. So whoa, 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 whoa. He's not in on Thursday? No. So who's going to quiz with Stiz? Braverman. Yeah, you don't trust that, do you? I don't. Although, well, I don't know why I Braverman trust goes him. No, we should have, uh, who's the trivia? It was a Chuck, Chuck in New Hampshire. Yeah, Chuck on Thursday. Chuck Call in Chuck. Chuck. Have Chuck do trivia. We need you, Chuck. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6. There's only one left thing to say.
Can't live without her. So I'm a-